Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, everybody. We are back. It was a great week. Unbelievable game for me. Couldn't believe what we saw you. Ah, shit. Wrong show. We're here. Wrong show. Wop, wop. Son Has- of a bitch. Hashtag unfixable. I'm, I'm honestly getting to that point where I, I I don't I don't think it can be fixed anymore. Fully no, fully no. These these two companies are so entrenched in their as Triple H calls it formula that they are just so entrenched that they're never gonna get out of it. You have Corey Graves came out this week. I believe it was on the bump. I could be wrong. It was one of their shows, one of their yeah, their in house, one of their podcast things. Yeah, and he flat said, um, <laughs> "Sorry, it's I read something that really that did hypnotize me." Um, <laughs> uh, but he said, "Yeah, I miss when we were focusing on characters." He's admitting, yeah, that there's no character development. No. As their lead announcer on their long time, no, their their that, main show on their own network. It's not like he said this to someone at Wrestling Inc. He didn't say this to somebody at SI or ESPN or, some, or some derp podcast that he was. This is his – he. there's no punishment for saying this. And by, I'm not saying he should be punished, but just being, there's no recourse of him just freely admitting this. Yeah. On their own platform because they all know it and they all don't care. Yeah. I mean, this is their character development. I'm Natalia. I read a tweet. I bitch and moan about it. Now everyone cheers for me? What? That's your character development? Well, and by cheers for you, you mean they hit the cheer button when there's still no audience. Also, yes. But... We talked about this yesterday on our on our uh, backlash review show. Bianca Belair has been doing the same character for four or five years. Sasha Banks has been doing the same character for close to a decade. There are others. There are others. We got a little bit of development out of Asuka when they did the heel turn, but now she's back to the no one is ready for Asuka stuff. It's the same stuff from 2016. Uh, well, and one of the biggest things that frustrates me with her is, and, and, and again, this truly is a little bit her, a little bit them, because I, I think that there is controlling into the formula as they are. I still do think there's nuances that they control. Yes. And is she honestly has to have a thousand different fucking masks. Why does she only use two? That's a good question. And like I said, that's a li- that, that has to be a little bit on her, a little bit on them. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I can't disagree with that. But, all right, Seamus, doing the same character for the last five years. 
Oh, but he wears a hat now. Right. Okay, that 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 makes it different. He wears a hat. There there are no characters. All right. Since WWE has embraced social media so much, the characters are the people. That's all it is. All right. You get. okay. I'm not saying that this version of Alexa Bliss. Is Lexi Kaufman. Because obviously it's not. No, and she's one of the few people we've talked about. You can clearly see when she is right being. It's almost I honestly wish, but I get not having again as somebody who, as as people who have to keep up with this, not nearly on the level that they do. Right. You would be honestly just to the casual person how difficult it is to keep up with two fucking Twitter accounts. Okay. That's oh, pain in the it's a pain it, in the ass. It's a pain. It, you wouldn't think it is. You're like, oh, well, you just it's fucking four seconds worth of thought. Which is true. No, but when it you're trying... It somehow it feels very difficult when you're trying to do it all right. the time. No, when you're trying to send out a tweet from from the, the Fix Roland account, and you end up sending it from your own personal account, right? and then you're like, God damn it! <laughs> oh, no, that's what I mean. Is it, it, You don't know how many times you're like you're in the middle of it, and you're like, ah, oh, shit, that's not the right one. Hold on. Switch. Um, and then, or the reverse, where you're sending it from the, your... You're probably like, oh no, that's what that's what personal me is allowed to say. That's not what <laughs> not what right. show me is allowed to say. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it is. It's just one of those things that I get her not having the two because it is difficult to keep up with. Um, but that being said, she doesn't. She is one, she is the only one who can clearly you you just know. For instance, she bitched the other day about missing a flight because Uber sucks dick. Right. Okay. You clearly know that's Lexi Kaufman. I've seen her flip on the reverse of there's a great one where um, uh, Sasha Banks sent out new uh, promotional photos of her. It was a, a studio shoot where it's got her in a very dark outfit. It was like black and dark blue, something like that. Or I don't remember what the colors were. But she it said something about like um, evil Sasha or dark Sasha's back, something like that. And. Alexa Bliss comes on top of it of there's room for more or join the group, something like that. Like there's room in the playground or something. Room in the playground for you, like, boom. Which actually, by the way, that's a tag team I would actually be interested in seeing. When she said it, I was like, oh, holy shit. If they just took Sasha to the edge. We'll we'll get into that kind of like that we'll get into that in a minute in, in a minute but um all right b- before we drone on on let's, too many diatribes let's get into yeah we're, we're honestly we're gonna do our best today this is we're for so many reasons and Look, it's mostly we ex- for yours for those of for those of you who listen to our sports show we were very very happy yesterday that was happy. a happy um you know tim tebow mini rant aside it was a very happy show it was a happy show that they got followed up by then sitting and watching sports for eight hours, and yeah. it made me even happier. Which was even better. Lots of great hockey and golf. I even watched a, a little bit of baseball. Um, commercials suck, so I well I decided I, to watch Five Guys Strike Out. I um, I didn't want to ruin my happy, so I didn't watch baseball. <laughs> I, I look if I don't go if I don't have a specific number of eye rolls in a day, I. I 
I, I might physically die. So I turned on baseball because um, it was that bad. But but no, so yeah. so we're going to try try- to keep it shorter yeah. show today. And, and what's more to protect us than we don't mind the, the longer format. We're going to try to get out 90% of what we our reactions to things in our universal or our WWE universal fixes. Yeah. So we're going to actually not do them in order because we're going to say the last one and we're going to get out honest to God, 90% of what we have to say, especially when it comes to, to raw and SmackDown, uh, there might be some, and there's, there's some NXT thrown in there. There's some NXT in there that we'll, we'll get there. Yeah. All right. So first one is, do not keep using recycled crap. And that specifically refers to exact storylines. Example, Dominic Mysterio going out with the pre-match getting his ass kicked. Then he comes down in the middle and, oh, my God, he can't be there. He can't. He, how can he wrestle? And they win. Okay, here's where it's not recycled crap. He gets hurt in the pre-match, and then somebody else, again, he's he tweeted it out. It's not the right time to send him, but... God, for one night, would it have been enjoyable to see him? If Santos Escobar walks out. Yes. Oh, I, I thought that when, when Escobar tweeted that out, like, too bad I'm not there, or, or whatever it is that he said, my rea- like I was like, holy shit, that would be awesome. Yeah. To see I'm, Escobar tagging Mysterio Jr. Right. Okay, so that's different. Or you have Dominic go out, and then they once he tags in, they beat his ass again and pin him in 30 seconds. That would be different. It being recycled crap is that it's always the same thing. Yes. Person goes out, comes midway through. How they can they possibly win. survive? How can Rey Mysterio possibly handle a two-on-one handicap situation? So that's recycled crap. Um, Vince McMahon, you need fired. Okay? Self-explanatory. It, it, it it really is, and there, there's just so many examples of it. Uh, I, you know, the fact that we continue to get this 24/7 bullshit segments, I, that that's just the latest example. That it was a stupid idea when you created it. Yes, our truth and Carmella made it work for a couple of months, and and, and it was it was really fun to watch the two of them. But I'll be honest. It but it's over now. It didn't work the first time when it was called the hardcore belt. Like, yeah, there's, 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 you go on the network. You, well, I fuck if I know if it's there anymore. Um, again, thank you. Uh, well, I'll get to the, the fourth fix in here in a second. But, uh, but we'll guess we'll just go to it. But uh, the fourth fix is the reason I can't see it as easily is. How about you have your fucking new streaming service where I can stream all of the WWE Network previously? Right. I still cannot get the Peacock app on my Fire TV that I could get my WWE app previously. So now I have to sit at my computer when I want to stream opposed to it being on my TV and I can sit in bed. Thanks WWE. Well, and and can can we also get the fucking content? Please. Like they don't even have all of NXT. 
No, on they don't have all of anything. How anything. is how, how do you not have all of one of your main brands? All right, I understand there's a crap ton of Monday Night Raw and SmackDown because it's been on for 30 goddamn years. I don't understand any of it. So it goes back to we had we had Pete Best on the show. Asked him outright. That's true. How diff like is it in my mind? Can they just put uh, a shell a skin over it that says fucking Peacock and it's you're good? Or do you really yes. have to Microsoft or, or, or Microsoft migrate everything? And he said yes because it's exactly what Paramount Plus did was they yeah. just put a skin over. And it's so funny and and again shout out to how accurate fucking Pete Best is. I was watching something the other day and I was having glitches. And it literally, when it was glitching, it had the old CBS All Access on there. But so for you, those who don't understand, like how literal a skin is uh, in computery terms, right? It literally is. They change nothing, but they just put the directive of you're going to see this wallpaper, this background for on top of it, and the other one's literally under there. That's literally what happened to me. Was something glitched so you didn't so that that top layer was gone and the bottom layer still said CBS All Access. Come on, come on, network. But all right, the last one we're going to hit is number two. Do not repeat, and that is ninety-five percent of the red and the blue. Particularly, particularly raw. Particularly raw. It's Which, honestly still probably 25%, and we'll get into that, of of NXT. And AEW? Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Once we get through this, we're going to explain how yours, because it's going to take care of over half a year show, probably yeah. about 75 this week. It's, diff- it's different it's the way a- they repeat. Your repeat's different but nonetheless is getting to be very much the same and very frustrating. Right. But let, let's just look at, at Raw. The red and blue. On, the, on, on Raw, okay. The RK Bro in the New Day thing, repeat stuff. Alexis Playground, repeat stuff. Angel Garza versus Drew Gulak, repeat stuff. Um, the backstage clusterfuck women segment, repeat stuff. Natalia and Tamina versus Nia and Shayna. Repeat stuff. Sheamus and Ricochet. You just had it the night before. 
Asuka versus Charlotte Flair, repeat stuff. Uh, Damian Priest versus John Morrison, repeat stuff. Okay, I went back and I checked. We have had now nine straight weeks of stuff involving Asuka, Rhea Ripley, and Charlotte Flair. Nine weeks in a row. Not only that, during those same nine weeks, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler were involved in some way, shape, or form with Natalia Tamina, Dana and Lana, or Charlotte Asuka Rhea. For over two months, we have gotten the same stuff over and over again in the women's division. And that's across two shows, people. Yeah. But we make a big deal about Nikki Cross being a lumberjill in the lumberjack. Why hasn't she been in the goddamn ring? I mean, maybe she's hurt. I don't know. Maybe there's something I don't know about. There is. So there is one thing on that. I finally got this. And I don't know why they don't advertise this. So so you're not confused. She was finishing up her degree. Oh, well, good for her. No, it is. And it's a positive thing. No, good for her. I and I literally only saw this because she finally she posted that she graduated. I'm like, well, what the fuck? Like, kind of put it out there, but 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 again, God forbid, Stephanie McMahon, you actually promote your women or John Laurinaitis. I know this pisses you off that women actually have brains and can use them. So Stephanie and John, just a quick little go fuck yourselves. Pretty much. But look, okay, the Sheamus-Ricochet match, I really enjoyed. I, I thought it was a really good match. But we it was just on the pay-per-view the day before. We couldn't have made it Mustafa Ali. Uh, you, you brought out Matt Mansoor a month ago, three, four weeks ago. We haven't seen him since. Why isn't he getting a match? All right. The one thing that you're doing that I actually am somewhat enjoying is the Seamus storyline because he's been taking on Ricochet and Mansoor and uh, Humberto Carrillo. So if you're going to use Seamus to start promoting some of those guys, I'm all for it. But I don't need the same match two nights in a row. I I just don't. The fans don't. I don't care. And look, it was in a vacuum. It was a really good match. It was very enjoyable. It was great to see Ricochet. But, again, it couldn't have been Mustafa Ali. It couldn't have been somebody else. Why do we have to do the same thing over and over again? Why do we have to have... And, and by the way, on the women's thing, we're going to go to 10 weeks now because we're getting, for the third time in a week and a half, third time in a week and a half... We're getting a tag team title match with Nia and Shayna against Natalia and Tamina. Third time in a week and a half. Good job, guys. That's exactly what we need. We need more of that. Come on. Yeah. What's amazing is you get off of WrestleMania Backlash, which, which was, was once again a better show than I ever expected right. it to be. It, it, it's definitely, and, and, and we know that we're prisoners in the moment because of the expectation. But it's a thumbs up show. It, it, it's not an A plus show, but it's a thumbs up. It, it was 
it was better than it was bad. Okay. That's for absolutely sure. 100% agree. And for somehow you're actually, and this is what makes it to us good is you're actually telling stories during the match. But not only do we have repeat all the way up, which is why we think it's why we're, we have no expectation, but on top of that, you're telling no stories. That's the biggest, that's the most heinous part of all of this. You finally have one, one fraction of the Alexa Bliss segment that's new. And that is the only thing that's new is because it's just been her and, and Lily. You, one week you bring in um, uh, Natalie and Tamina. That's the only the only only time that you've actually done anything other than her just being out on the swing set being creepy. Okay. It's the only thing that during since WrestleMania that you've done that's just not her in the doll, which is why it's just repeat after repeat after repeat, because no matter what she says, it's still just her in the doll. And there's nothing no other segment that she's gotten. Is now apparently the doll is going to become life size and it is going to wrestle in tag team matches. Which in a sick way, I'm kind of looking forward to. But that's the only thing that you've introduced new in the last five weeks for Alexa Bliss. And Alexa Bliss is great at what she does, but this story has become tedious and boring. The equivalent is, on Wednesday nights, MJF and Jericho are amazing at what they do. No doubt, no question. They are very good at being pro wrestlers. It's the same thing for two months now. I couldn't give a shit what they say or do. Until they are done doing what they do, I will not care again. And until Alexa Bliss gets out of being person that's on swing set talking to Doll, i.e. wrestling any fucking buddy, right? I don't care. And I hate that I don't care. And personally, of course I care. And any time that you want to break up with your douchebag, and again, slide in the DMs. But, as somebody here is officially available now, um, hashtag three years long work. Uh, but, until you get to that, I don't care, because it's just the same. You've you've driven me, no matter how good you can have a segment, she could still go have a great promo. And I'll acknowledge it as a great promo or, or a great bid or whatever, but my care level isn't going to change. The care doesn't change until we get... Till we get out of this and we can move on. Same thing with MJF and Jericho. They can have a great promo. They can have our part of their promo be really great, really funny in what they're doing. But I officially won't care until the inner circle and pinnacle are done with each other. I just won't. We'll not and, care. And that's that's really sad because they they it's sad from AEW because they screwed this. You don't have the blow off match to start, guys. Well, and then they you don't. And then we're doubling down with double blow off match. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Which, by the way, but, is one of their. We'll get to it more on when we hit their show. But it is they're repeating the worst match that they have done in their history, and that includes the death match that uh, screwed up the exploding barbed wire match. The stadium match was still worse than that. I never saw it, so I can't really say. Well, imagine but, being in a big empty stadium and doing stupid things. Imagine sounds, how that could go well. Sounds awesome to me. Uh, anyway, but yeah, it, 
so the, the the whole tag team thing apparently is is where they're headed with her unless the object is they're splitting up Naya and Shayna and she's going after one of them. I don't I don't know. But then they're heels, so right. Is Bliss a babyface then? What are we what are we doing? And if it's it, you know we talked about this in our, our our production meeting that we had five minutes before the show. Um, they had a tag match with God, so why can't they have a tag match with with a doll? I, it's not out of the realm of possibility that Vince, that Vince McMahon would think this is a good idea. No, not at all. No. So I, and like I said, and that's only the slightest bit of thing that's different, and it's something we infer. It's not being said. Right. It's just why else is she she putting all like she's been why is she fucking with the tag teams? Right. She's been oddly just saying for the last two weeks that everyone's on notice, this, that and the other. And then it's the tag division. Well, because honestly, they only have they only have three other people and they all have to wrestle each other every week. True. True. Uh, But anyway. Bobby Lashley, all repeats. For the love of God, you're making this guy super strong. And I even sent this to 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 Randall. And again, it's not as in storytelling because it's not good. Um, but just at what point do they have they will they have made Lashley as strong as Lesnar? Um, never, because Brock Lesnar never would have lost to Kofi Kingston. And that's what answered to me once this happened is now part of that is, is because Brock doesn't wrestle on non-pay-per-views. So also, yes. So uh, that's not true. He wrestled on SmackDown. He He had a, he had an 11 second match on SmackDown. That was it on the premiere episode. Um, and, and, and so that's what makes Brock even like ultra ultra unique. But like you're making him in the in the it was tongue in cheek anyway because right. you make him really you're making Lashley really strong in the ring. Like every chance they have, you think that they're going to either take the belt off of him or make him seem weak or whatever. Nope, they double down on making him just the most unstoppable person. Inside the ring. Every time it's the opposite decisions they keep making with Roman. Every time they can make Roman really strong, they find how somehow to make him weak inside the ring. Even though he wins every time. He wins every time. And you know he's going to win, but somehow they find a way to diminish his wins inside the ring. And actually they uh, go the opposite. Exactly. But it's everything after in the ring on pay-per-views. So, that they just demean and they make him weak. But it's again, it's still repeat after repeat. We're still fucking talking about Strowman and damn it, McIntyre. They need to be gone. I just You are putting on par, and this is the, the absolute truth. Right now, Strowman and McIntyre are on the same par to me. The only difference is, and this is what's sad, is in the last two pay-per-view matches that Strowman has had. And both of them, I have been so unbelievably shocked at how well he has performed. I probably, at this moment, think better of him than Drew McIntyre. Thank you, Vince McMahon. Go fuck yourself. 
I will never think highly of Drew, uh, of of Braun Strowman ever. Um, I just think the guy is awful. But uh, there is one thing. He's there is one better th- than Drew McIntyre has in his last two matches. Yeah. There is one thing that I do want to add as uh, as the next universal fix to WWE. Stop having your champions lose. Unless it's a title change, stop having your champions lose. And by lose, I mean take pinfalls or submit. Okay, I'm not talking about I'm not talking about Bianca or yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not talking about Bianca Belair being on the losing team in a tag team match like she was on SmackDown. Repeat stuff. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. She didn't take the pinfall. Your championship level feuds should not be starting by someone beating the champion. Okay, look, I have absolutely zero issue with Kofi Kingston challenging for the for the universe or for the WWE championship. I do because I'm fucking sick of him and his everyone in the new day. But I'm sick of him too. However, he fits with what we think Bobby Lashley should be going with. However. What they should have done is had Bobby Lashley absolutely annihilate Xavier Woods. And then Kofi Kingston tries to go after him. All right. That's how you is it that hard? Why do you have to have your badass champion lose on a fucking distraction finish roll up? As Jim Cornette would say. Lazy booking, because that's exactly what it is. Well, and on top of it, I'll give you another example where I would be okay with it. Is, and and uh, you wouldn't expect this out of them, so that's fine. But is, in, and I believe this happened to Hikaru Shida in recent weeks, is getting hit with a foreign object. Okay, I don't think you're weak because you no. smashed... Yeah. Smashed over your head. Like, if it's old uh, Jimmy Hart style, you get hit with the megaphone. Okay, cool. Yeah. I don't think any less of that. No. But roll up? In what universe could Kofi Kingston hold down Bobby Lashley if he wanted to? Uh, He would need, like, cinder blocks. Yes! He absolutely would. Kofi Kingston, all of 170. Bobby Lashley with all of the muscles at 260, 265, whatever them. he is. Yeah, pretty sure. Just not happening. 
yeah, just no, it's it so, stupid. It's stupid. Stop having your champions lose. So, all right, on the repeat stuff, going to SmackDown. Um, Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, and Bailey versus Tamina, Natalia, and Bianca Belair. Repeat stuff. Alistair Black, stupid promo. Repeat stuff. Shinsuke Nakamura versus King Corbin. Repeat stuff. This Roman is going to Re- shock you, but there was a multiple person match for the IC belt. Yeah. Repeat stuff. Uh, Dominic Mysterio versus Bobby Roode. Repeat stuff. Seven. That uh, wasn't seven. It was like four. Roman Reigns Uso promos. Repeat stuff. Hey, hey, I, you know what I've never seen before? Guy with a guitar who wants to be a wrestler. Repeat stuff. Elias Jr. showing up. Hey, in fairness, that's also a little bit recycled crap, so they hit two of them. Yeah, that is really more recycled crap than repeat stuff. <laughs> Listen, I, hey, look, I'm, yeah, it, some of it can even be good. Reigns is good. We're st- uh, not yes. backing away from it. He's still good on this. That his his promo that that whole thing where he's talking about humility, yeah, and then hands the hands the mic to Paul Heyman to praise him, yeah, that's brilliant. That is good stuff. They're they're finally starting to use Paul in the right way. Yes, they absolutely um, are. And again, and this is where it needs to be different. I do appreciate it's taking a lot longer to get there than I'd like. But I appreciate that they, they definitely have committed, and maybe this is Paul. It, it could very much be his influence on this, is he does not want to be um, – he's not trying to be the Brock Lesnar advocate here. No, he's, he's not. He is the special counsel. And in Paul Heyman's mind, the way it works – It's different. I'm not the advocate. I'm the special counsel. That's yeah. who I am now, and it's different. And, um, and- one other thing about this segment that goes to our universal fixes, losers aren't winners. Cesaro, you lost. You don't get to challenge him again. Yep. Yep. All right. You want to challenge him again? You got to, as as Gorilla and Jesse used to say, you got to work your way back up the ladder. Because you lost, buddy. But this entire show, both of these shows were nothing but repeat, repeat, repeat. Wait, wait, hold on. There was also, and that we've never seen before, uh, Dominic versus Rude. Oh, yeah, I mentioned that one. Oh, did you? Oh, sorry. I, yeah. I didn't know all the other stuff. I didn't by really the way, talk about it. And just... by the way, it was awful, and Dominic's fucking terrible. Oh, it was it was it was god awful. There was nothing redeemable or nothing redeeming about this. It was just all right. What it does. What, OK, what SmackDown managed to accomplish Smell well, and Raw, Raw, Raw as well. They managed to just broadcast to everyone. Our tag team divisions are non-existent. We have three teams and that's it. That's your tag team division for both the men and the women. Because otherwise, we wouldn't have gotten this Robert Rude, Dominic Mysterio. We wouldn't have gotten the stupid six-woman tag match. I don't care how great Bailey was. The whole thing was, you know, it was stupid. Oh, but wait. Listen, Bailey can only carry three women at a time. Okay. 
When you give her more than that, even <laughs> she can't carry more than that. But we did get something new, Roland. I forgot. We got something brand new and exciting on SmackDown. We got the Parade of Champions. Okay, I want to know whose idea that was. I want to know where I can find them and how many times I can punch them in the balls. Because that that first 20 minutes of this show was probably the worst thing of the week. And that says a lot. This was so bad. So bad. I understand that you're announcing... Uh, Another fix. Stop using social media for all of your mega announcements. Do it on your TV show. Oh, but wait. Nobody watches your TV show. So you have your little announcement. You have Sonya Deville talk about how you're going to go back on the road. You're, you're, you're going to be back in front of live crowds. And that's great. It really, really is. Because we need the live crowds to be completely underwhelmed and boo half the time. But what what was the purpose of introducing your champions? I don't understand what that did, what that I think it was the honest fear that people didn't know who they were. Uh, okay, I can accept that. <laughs> I can honestly accept that. <laughs> I, I really can. Because this whole thing sucked. Until Paul Heyman showed up and insulted all of your champions, calling them title holders, and that Roman Reigns is the only true champion. And I love Sonya Deville's reaction of, I don't really know if I knew that was going to happen because I don't know what to do here. I don't know what to do now. Then Bailey shows up. And goes Bailey, which was great, Bailey being Bailey. But I don't understand what did this accomplish other than, oh, hey, Bailey showed up. Gee, I wonder if we're going to have a big clusterfuck fight and a huge uh, six person tag match or something. That... <laughs> Who could see what's coming next? You've seen or heard this before. <sighs> you know, and then Michael Cole. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, because uh, uh, Shayna and Shayna and uh, uh, what's her name, Naya, they're using the rule that allows you to cross brands once a quarter. Why? When, wait, when's that quarter? Exactly. Is it? Well, is, is it? Is it? You know, ja- you know, January through March, April through fiscal June, year, July, like. Or yeah, is that your fiscal year? What's your fiscal year? I, I, you know, I haven't gotten that clarification. But are we in H one? We in H two? What's going on there? Because you know we can't get, we can't get Nikki Cross, Carmella, the Riot Squad. We can't get any of them on TV. Nope. Right, we had Carmella and and uh, Ruby Riot like three weeks ago. Haven't seen them since. But we need more Nia Jax. I, I, hey, the big, I, the honestly, big for this was that was that was that Shayna actually got the win. I, that, that was shocking. Again, I'll be honest. I'm, I'm I am shocked about the uh, Carmella because, as we've said, 
She does have two things that John Laurinaitis really appreciates. She absolutely does. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. It's crap. Let's move on. Look at that, guys. Those keeping track, those looking looking down here, under 40, two shows. Boom. Done. That's like some kind of record for us. That's the first time historic ever. It is. And let's go over to AEW, which we're going to run through almost as quickly. Uh, actually, our biggest thing to talk about AEW is after we get done talking about the show. Because they actually had a lot of news this week. They that did. Is, it, there's a lot of positive, but there's also, at least for me, a little bit of, uh, if you're an AEW fan, I would temper your expectations. Um on, on what it means, but still positives. All right. So in a different way, so AEW, what they do, that's exactly the same. And, and listen, we've talked about this, and it's going to seem possibly a little talking out of both sides of our mouth, and I, I understand that, is it's the same thing. They just insert other people. Now, that's fine when it's with when you're trying to build with jobbers, one of the things, just kind of getting some other business ahead, we're, we're free forming it today. Um, Sarai has, she is now th- like her third straight week taking out jobber. No issue with that. And yes, uh, Stark is, Zo- a, Zoe Zoe Stark Star- is a Zoe Stark is a jobber. Is a jobber. She absolutely is. If you don't know, she's probably the highest paid jobber they have. Well, uh, it's, either her, it's either her or Tony Storm. Right, <laughs> or the person she's in a feud with, um, is but but a jobber nonetheless. My only issue, no issue with that, but I would just space it out. Yeah. Give it to me every other week, and I have no problem if you want, or every third week. You know, you just you when you bring her in, it's always going to be her beating somebody. And if you want to do that for two months, how that's how Tatanka was on a hadn't lost a match in his first like five months with the company. Because on whatever, it wasn't the wrestling challenge, but whatever um, superstars or whatever shows yeah. that he was on. They had he was, super, it was both, superstars oh, and. Stars, okay, I couldn't yeah. remember a timeline there. But he's on those shows just beating derps. Okay, cool. No problem with that. But just when you do it so condensed, I, I you know, I don't like that. I don't mind, but I don't mind that philosophy. And I think that it helps. The problem is. That's not what you're doing here when you repeat. It's repeat ideas, and they're the same. First match of the night, great example. Christian Cage versus Matt Seidel. Oh, my God. Christian Cage versus somebody who you don't give a shit about kicking off the show. Never seen it. Now, and I, and, I and followed, up, followed up by post-match attack. Right, followed up by post-match attack. By, by the way, no one gives a shit. Is it is it just me or does Taz's kid look about the size of Marco Stunt? I actually thought it was Marco Stunt that ran in. Uh, okay, I legitimately that just, did. That that just proves my point. And it wasn't until he stood up and right. that I didn't see the long hair, like as long a hair, and I was like, Oh, that's I bet that's Taz's kid. I legitimately thought yeah. it was Marco Stunt. And I didn't understand why Marco Stutt was running in on Christian Cage. Uh, he <laughs> apparently has left Jurassic Express. I, I was like, oh, well, they, there's a departure. Um, but anyway, as much as I appreciate uh, Christian Cage looking really old and out of breath on an opening match versus somebody who has to carry him 
We've seen it. We go to the next one. Oh, look. It's Moxley and Kingston tagging against somebody who no one gives a shit about, and they just beat the hell out of them. Man, never seen that idea pro- played out before. Well, here, and here's one of my here's my biggest issue with this match, other than the fact that I hate them all, uh, Max Caster especially. Um, you have this set as like I think they were ranked number three and number four in the rankings. Sure, why not? Something like that. They're both ranked. Acclaimed was ranked higher. But the problem is, is that last week, the Young Bucks challenged Moxley and Kingston to a match at the pay-per-view for the tag team titles. So you have telegraphed to me who is going to win, because how are you going to justify them, them being Kingston and Moxley, getting a tag tag title match if they lose? It's the negative part of having rankings, guys. I like rankings. Yours don't mean shit. Again, rankings need to matter. It's point three. Yeah, it just... All right. So then we go. So then we get... Sheeta versus Rebel. I'm not going to say this is repeat. They don't do this a lot. now, And here's why. Here's why anyone who could argue... Like, oh, this happens in wrestling all the time. Yes, you're right. Generically, it does. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about very specific things to each promotion. Here's why you... It is unquestionably not a repeat. It's because Hiro Kushida was wrestling on their show, and that's never a repeat. Four matches in in uh, five months. Four singles matches in five months. As we've already said, and I'm not going to get into it because it doesn't matter. This is just same, not as good, but just same. Then we got Inner Circle. That's exact repeat. That's just exact. And if you had the pinnacle, it would have been the same thing on their end. Um no, they had the pinnacle later. Well, that's what I mean. But like when you have them yeah. in the, like the long form, it's the same thing. Deep yeah, Velvet. Deep Velvet. Wait. This is this is again. This is genuinely new for two reasons. One, it's a second women's match on a show. Yeah. And it, it's not their title, but it is a title match. Whatever. This is this was different. Talk a little bit about it. I love Serena Deep. Lover. That is one of She's the people. Great. That is one of the people. If they could buy out the contract, they should. Um, she's wrestled a lot on their show. Again, it essentially is just to promote uh, Billy Corgan's uh, NWA. But she's incredible. She's so her really and Thunder Rosa stuff is amazing. It genuinely is. It is the best women's wrestling that they have had on their program. I I. Do not disagree with that at all. I, I th- Serena Deeb, she's she's the best thing, best woman that has been on AEW television since I've been watching, without question. She is the best woman outside of WWE land, and very possibly the best woman outside of NXT, as long as I can throw the two caveats out there of uh, Bailey and Asuka. If I'm talking about in-ring, because, again, then I would need the caveat for Alexa Bliss. But if you're just talking about in-ring, NXT, Rocky yeah, yeah. side, Bailey and Sasha, or Bailey and, and Asuka. I, and look, you can, throw, you can throw Sasha in there with the run she's been on. I, story, but if I'm just going in-ring, I think the stream team's been as good. I, and and yeah. it's, it's not to demean Sasha. It's not to demean yeah. Belair either. I'm just saying that's how good 
Beeb has been in and, ring. And I agree. I mean, I agree with that. I, it is. It's so good. I want her to be on a show that matters. And and again, I say that, and that means I actually want her on NXT because there's only one choice. And although they're they're trending badly, to be honest, but it's still really better are. than the other shows. Again, ironically, not that we called it with the hiring of John Laurinaitis, but <laughs> the hiring of John Laurinaitis. Piece of shit. But anyway, this was different. This is good. Again, all of that we we just said about Serena Deeb, if you could just 180 that, that's all of our comments on Red Velvet. Going to try to keep it positive so we're not going to railroad her and tell her that she's completely unwatchable, that she's a total hack, and that she only has a job because she kisses uh, Brandy Rhodes' ass. We're not going to say that because that would be mean and demeaning. It would be accurate and true. But it's technically I, demeaning. I was just going to say she can't hit a moonsault to save her life. I'm honestly at this point wondering if she's trying to do a different move. But it's just so similar-ish to a moonsault. The the, the best part about it is, yeah, the best part about it is before she does the move, she turns and looks to A, make sure she's in the right spot. And if she's not, she moves and still misses. Every time she still misses. The two best moonsaults, in my opinion. Number one, Owen Hart. Greatest moonsault of all time. Second one, and it's because this bastard did not care where he landed or if he landed correctly. RVD. I was always partial to Jushin Thunder Liger. Uh, he's definitely top three for me. He, yeah, I, I I just I loved Liger. I thought no, he no. was. No, no. He okay. he would be definitely in, he would be third on my list. But those guys, one thing that's in common, you just get up and you go. Person needs to be in spot. That's their job, not yours. And they went for it. Sean Waltman was that way too. He'd just get up to the top rope and, and just get up fly. and go. If the guy's not there. That's their responsibility, not yours. Now, I understand in a company that can't get anything fucking right that you're scared about it constantly. But again, goes back to an old old Jim Rossism. If you can't do a move, don't do it. Then don't do it. Go back and go back and and find uh, one, two, three kids matches with Razor Ramon and Bret Hart and watch when he does the moonsault, especially the moonsault that beats Razor Ramon in his raw debut. Razor essentially catches him and falls backwards. Mm-hmm. Perfect positioning by Razor, perfect moonsault by Waltman, perfect finish to the match. Right. And then Brett, Brett was pretty much the same thing in their in their super. I, no, it was Monday Night Raw that he had the match with. Uh, yeah. With the one, two, three kid. Same thing. Yep. I I understand wrestling's hard, but things like that shouldn't be. Right. Well, it goes back to one of the things that Bret Hart always said. One, if you've heard any interview with him where he's talking about the totality of his career and what he thought about it and all this, he will always mention at the tippy top of the list for him was is that he took care of everybody in the ring and that people knew if they were going to wrestle Bret Hart that they were going to leave the match in the same condition that they started the match with. Only person I've ever heard dispute that is Bad News Brown, but he's no longer with us, so I can't. You know, and it's Bad News Brown. Bad News Brown was awesome. I don't care what you say. Oh no 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 no! I love Bad News Brown. I would 
if if his matches didn't all just disappear from Peacock because they're assholes, I'd be watching them. Well, there's that too. Yet, yet again, we we're okay with having two white guys run around pretending to be Japanese. Also, yes. Uh, and with Blackjack Mulligan giving every promo by saying Mitsubishi, Mitsubishi, Honda, Kodak, Sushi. Yes. Yeah, because that, that's okay. That's yeah. all right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, but no, but we, but with those things is that was, and uh, Cornette will talk about this. That's the difference between an era of the Young Bucks growing up with, HBK as their idol and not growing up with Bret Hart as their idol. And you see the difference in the people. You see the difference with FTR and what they do in the ring and how they do things in the ring. Opposed to you see the Young Bucks who are always one moment away from injuring themselves and the people they're with. And you rarely see that with FTR. Why? Because of the example that they followed. It's just the reality of it. But all that's being said is, is with her is you just, and this is universal to all of them, but with Red Velvet especially, she is very athletic. We, you saw that in the Cargill match. She actually looked very good in the her and Cody versus uh, Jade versus Shaq match. She looked very good, and it was the only time because she hit all of her spots, which she just doesn't. You see how athletic she is. She could be really good, but the problem is two things. One, I don't care what happens on A.W. Paul White. You need big show experience, pun intended. Um, And you need to do the things that you can do. And and she's not right now. All right, then we have Anthony Agogo uh, versus Austin Gunn. Okay, this is actually done correctly. It's still a stupid, stupid angle that's going on with Anthony Gogo, But this is done correctly. He should be taking on Derp. Perfectly. That part of this goes great. There's another part of it, can't talk about, not going great. Didn't go great during this. But the generic is he should have been taking on Derp. He should be beating every derp on the way to double or nothing. Here's my problem. I've seen him have two matches. In both matches, he has done one thing. He has done punch to the midsection. That is it. The next wrestling move that this guy does will be the first wrestling move that this guy does. How is he getting this type of push right now when he clearly can't do anything else? Now, look, he's got a great look. He's big. He's imposing. He's he's very he's muscular. What's he going to do in a match where he can? I mean, is he going to go into double or nothing and do three punches and the match is going to be be over? Because that's all he's shown right now. No, honestly, that's a good question. It is. Um, Especially when you have... I I, I get going with the look. I do. I get giving that person a chance and all that. But the level at where he's going to be on... um, That he's going to be upper mid-card on double or nothing is not where he should be in that. No. Um, 
especially when you have the likes of Wardlow and what feud is Wardlow in right now? He's taking on where he's got that personal thing with that guy um, that he Wardlow uh, took a shot at his girlfriend and they've been they've been fighting and there's been the, the scene where they, no that's right you're doing fucking nothing with him so well, he, a guy who looks who's got an equally good look who we've actually seen be able to wrestle well we got fucking nothing for him but douchebag that we that has never done anything in a ring is a bronze medal boxer who all he can do is box yeah why not that upper mid card for sure first feud ever that makes sense mhm so it, that's not a repeat again the, generically they're doing the right thing but it's still wrong amazingly enough and we cap the night with tell us if you've ever heard this before okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overplayed by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Young Bucks versus a group that you know they're going to beat, and it's just going to be a million non-tags and a bazillion spots. None of it looks good. And overselling by the fucking announcers. If you've ever seen that match, please tell us, because I don't think I've ever seen that match before. I want to say I saw that match oh yeah, last week. Oh yeah, the week before that. Well, it may not have been the week before that, but Multiple times in the last couple of months. Uh, no, I believe they've been in the ring three times, three consecutive weeks. I, I just, I just don't remember. I, I, well, okay, I could take the time to look it up, but. But again, and this isn't even the generic. Every young mat, Bucks match is the same, which it is. Not even talking about that. It's just that they're in a match that you know what's going to happen, which is fine. They're the tag champs, and it's not a, um, it's not a pay per view, and they're not a top level opponent. With the varsity blondes, that's fine, but just don't make it your your main event, especially when you've actually your main events they go generally twenty twenty to thirty minutes. They usually are between two people that actually have something going on. Your main events mean something aw and that's a positive your your main events it's legitimately a good thing to be on your main event, okay. It is a position of honor. Love that about your show. Truly do. But if you're going to do that, it means I need to know, not necessarily know who's going to win. It it would help. In this, I I know who's going to win. And 
I'm going to say this just bluntly and not try to be super critical here. Brian Pillman Jr. My suggestion would be either get a fuck ton better or come up with another name and not use Brian Pillman Jr. Well, how else is he supposed to get any pub or anything? Because the the only reason the Varsity Blondes were getting any push, and and I challenge you to to uh, challenge anyone at Fix Roll and tell me where I'm wrong. The only reason they were getting any kind of push was the Dark Side of the Ring episode that came out a few weeks ago. Oh, the only it is. Listen, they've been jobbers since they've been in here. They, they have. they're not good. He he is absolutely in, in between, living. In the group, he yeah. is the weak link. Yeah, he he is absolutely living off of off of the name of his dad. And the um, fact that he looks exactly like him. Oh, he absolutely does. He looks more like Brian Pillman than Austin Gunn looks like Billy Gunn, and Austin Gunn is a dead ringer for Billy Gunn. Yeah. I mean, but I all you have to do is so Nat, Natty Natty Nightheart posted a picture mm-hmm. uh, of the original Heart Foundation, and then it was her. Uh, her, a standee of Brett, Davies kid, Brian Pillman Jr., and I think it was Tyson Kidd. And they were doing the, the same pose. And you go back and forth between Brian Pillman Sr. and Brian Pillman Jr. I think if it's not just, I think it's just facial hair, really, that no, is no, the no. difference. Well, I was going to say is, 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 <laughs> is that Brian Pillman Jr. is rocking the full-on mullet, and at that point, yeah. Pillman didn't have the mullet. If they if he'd had the ha- same exact hairstyle, yeah, it's super fucking eerie. Oh, and by the way, for the record, Charlotte Flair, that's another man that we are criticizing for living off the legacy of their father. Just want to point that out. Um, so yeah, it, like he's not good right now. He it's really is. They're not good. It's not wasn't a credible um, main event match just because of that. And it, Again, and spare me and spare me the oh, they were the number one contender. Yeah, they were the number one contenders because they beat a bunch of nobodies on AEW Dark and AEW Paul White because of the Dark Side of the Ring episode. Again, at Fix Roland at Randall Show. Tell me where I'm wrong. Yep. And by the way, I'm going to throw this in there again. Funnily enough, have we at this moment criticized anything that the Young Bucks have done on this episode? No. And I'm going to end with a criticism of their future opponents. They are not Stone Cold Steve Austin. No. Dave Meltzer, I need you to stop fucking saying this. Brian Alvarez, once you unmount from Dave Meltzer, I'm going to need you to stop saying this. If they're supposed to be the, again, the face is the elite. The heels are Moxley and Kingston. Because I don't remember ever when real American Hulk Hogan stole shoes from his opponents. I don't remember when Bruno San Martino in his big bout with Pedro Morales or whomever. Larry Zabisco. Larry Zabisco stole stuff from him. I don't remember 
when Surfer Sting stole stuff, stole Ric Flair's robe. I don't remember those. And you know why I don't remember those? Two reasons. One, I'm old, and sometimes I just forget things. And two, they didn't happen. They're the douchebag heels that I want to see have their asses handed to them. It's not Stone Cold. Stone Cold, I you still wanted to see him beat the hell out of Mr. McMahon, even though he was doing a bunch of heel shit. The well, heel- I don't think I don't think you have to worry because your hero and mine, Nick Jackson, will get his revenge at Double or Nothing because Nick Jackson is the true superstar of AEW. Nick Jackson. Nick Jackson. Nick Jackson's gonna go in there. He's gonna put on some. Prada flats and he's going to go in there and he's going to come up and go all right guys I'm going to go in there and I'm going to beat you guys it's, it's, it's all my shoes and uh, my wife said uh, see, that, that's I, where you're completely wrong I, I need to stand up to you she said that I wasn't allowed to come home unless I got my shoes back from you guys <laughs> that's, see that's, that's completely wrong that is completely wrong this is what Nick Jackson's going to do Promo, yeah, yeah, we'll get our shoes back. Good promo, Matt. Good promo, yeah. You tell him, yeah. Right, right, right. Kenny, Kenny, is it? Did I do good, Kenny? Right. Did I, did I do good? Did I do, did good? I do good? Okay. Did Did I look real enough that they'll let me around children again? <laughs> That's exactly what Nick Jackson's gonna do. <laughs> He's so awful. Do I get um, the sweet gun? I don't. Uh, you, you want me to go sit in the corner? Okay, I'll go sit in the corner. I'll go sit in the corner. All right. <laughs> so, he's so fucking bad. Uh, but no, but, they, but they're, but again, right now, they're, they're the face. They the, are. Yeah, they the only, are the face. And they do some heelish stuff, like the, apparently aerosol cans are the new big thing in, in AEW. Um, but, you're right when it comes to Moxley and I'm sorry, which one? Yeah, I mean, and that, oh, that's and your wrong. but which? But it, what is what is safe and the face thing to do about running a truck into a trailer where people are at? And by the way, oh, it's a good question, but also Tony Schiavone, I think it's great that you advocate the destruction of other people's property. That's fabulous. Uh, I don't I don't ever I don't ever for this except for the third straight week that you're for it. Yeah. Let's give him a pat on the back for going into the elite's dressing room and disrupting things. They were destroying property. They were destroying personal property. Personal property. You're okay with that, Tony Giovanni. Okay, that's good to know. I'll remember that the next time someone comes over to the uh, announce table and rips the headset off of you. It's just, it's it's just a joke. But again, the funny thing is, at least for me, at least what I see, like it, the elite are are doing well. This whole the wild thing shit, it's just not working for them. It's it's awful. No, it's bad. It's not. All right. It's not. Let's move on. That is that is three shows under an hour. Okay. And boom. Depending, boom. And what depending? We're gonna try to get this one out in the next ten minutes, and we'll see how quickly we can get through NXT. Which. <laughs> Sadly, it's going to be pretty quick. Yeah. Um. All right. So what got announced this week, which the biggest news of the week in all of sports entertainment, 
is that AEW is expanding their footprint on uh, and on TNT and TBS. Now, that's good news. So they're getting another primetime uh, one-hour show. It will be on TNT as AEW Dynamite is moving to TBS. Now, there's two ways to look at this, and probably it's a little column A and a little column B, to be honest. Tony Khan, Khan, Tony, Tony Khan, Khan, Tony, Tony Khan. Sorry, we have gone over an hour and not Tony Khan named Tony Khan, Khan, Tony Khan's name, Tony Khan. Um, is he has stated repeatedly throughout when they've had wanes in their ratings and other things. Uh, and again, mind you, they have been beating the NBA. We have been talking about that, and that is indicative on both fronts. One, yeah, multiple AW, multiple times that. And they have outdrawn the NBA game. Yeah, NBA or the AEW ratings aren't the greatest, but they're still better than NBA games, um, which had been on TNT for almost three decades, I believe, at this point. Um, yeah, it's been a really long time. Long, I just don't know when it started, but it's, no. it's been well over I, twenty years. I remember. Well I mean, I, I remember watching it in high school, the NBA on TNT, and that, so that was like the early nineties. Oh fuck, so, so seventy years it's been on. All right, um, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, it's been around since. <laughs> Well, man, but I I remember when Murder and Murphy was uh, watching it with his par before they killed him in 1864. It's back when they had the one-point shot and the one-and-a-half-point shot. They didn't they, even have the two. They weren't even allowed to do that thing called dribbling. They just had to pass it. And there was a peach basket up there instead of a, where the ball comes through that netting thing. Shuck-a-muck. I am going to now see how many times I can get Shuckamuck into conversations this week. Oh, I use Uh, it all the time. uh, Anyway. Anyway. Um, So so that's a positive. The the waning ratings are still negative. Now, this week they're down to 800-some thousand. People are going to say it's 821. They're going to say it's because of the NBA. But when you're already out, when you're out drawing the NBA, I'm not really sure what the the worry is. And again, this just goes back to what look, was- when it comes to the NBA, the ratings do spike in the playoffs. They go up. No, no, no. They're understood. There are so many people who don't give a shit about the regular season in the NBA because the NBA doesn't care about the regular season. Oh, well, very true. Um, but I'll still say on this, the, the ratings have not been great for the NBA so far. Uh, they're still yeah. down, even in oh, the well, playoffs. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Joy Taylor on the Colin Coward show was telling me how the NBA ratings are just fine. And basketball's awesome because they had 5 million people watch the Lakers against Golden State. 5.6 million, Roland. The NBA's fine. Oh, the NBA's not too woke. It's great. Basketball's awesome. Yeah, you're crowing about 5.6 million people. That's what you're crowing about. Pitt. Yeah, that's- and that's also the peak, not the average. Um. Uh, it, precisely <laughs> but, Sorry um, for the sports diatribe there but that yeah. yeah but anyway so but tony khan has gone on several times and talked about how great the relationship is and how they're not going to move no matter all these things that are happening that's where it's kind of a red flag um obviously you're still going to have an hour show now on on fridays um fridays at like 10. it's like i thought it was at 10 yeah it's it's late but, it's yeah, it's it is not competing with it's basically coming on after SmackDown. Right. Is how they have it set up. So right. they have no they're 
smart enough to not try to run toe-to-toe with them. They're actually trying to piggyback off of them. So they're hoping that after two hours of watching WWE, then you'll come in for an hour of AEW. Well, and you also, the other thing that you have to consider for that is Friday night is an NBA night. I don't know if it's NBA on TNT night. It's not. Okay, I couldn't remember. Nope. So, yeah. All right, so that, then no, that points it's, uh, I, That's no, ESPN, isn't it? It's ESPN sometimes. I don't know if they're on every Friday. Okay, I thought they uh, were. Nationally. Maybe that's they how, are. That tells you, it tells you how, how, in, how I, I know they're on, on the weekend. I, I don't know if Fridays, if they're on every every weekend. But no, they're not on. TNT is uh, Thursdays and Wednesdays, I believe. If I'm, I'm getting my days right. Yeah. I don't I don't remember anymore. Uh, I know Thursday's their big day. Thursday's their, their okay. is the big big day for for TBS, TNT, whoever the hell it is. Um, but anyway, but it's just a big deal because Tony Khan has come out constantly every time something happens when the hockey deal gets announced uh, that is going away from NBC and things like that. Nope, this isn't going to affect us. This is da 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 da. When things have changed with the NBA, nope, TNT loves us. Things are great. But now you're moving your premier show to TBS. Okay. Again, you're you're basically getting an hour show in trade. And that's how I view it. Some people are gonna say, oh well listen, they were they're number one in this. And when you you read when you read the, the TNT TBS uh, announcement, it talks about how happy they are with them and how on this one week they were in the number one show in cable. Listen, no one's gonna announce it and say, hey, it's fucking awful. They still have like three years left on their deal. Yeah. Okay. They didn't extend them. And to me, it's 10 o'clock on a Friday. Uh, That's coveted time for no one and nothing. So to me, what it sounded like was, hey, we're going to move you. But we're going to give you a sweetheart deal on production cost and this, that, and the other that's going to run and we'll give you another show, primetime show, but we'll give it to you on Friday. So, yes, you are still, you're expanded by one hour coming this fall, your footprint on a major cable network. That is a positive. The negative is the thing that you kept saying was lock solid and was never going to go away, went away. They moved you. And your ratings keep going down. What this reminded me instantly of was a little thing called WCW Thunder. One of the worst television shows in in wrestling history. And really, really was. It really was. And it's because they didn't, even with all the talent that they had, but the way that they ran... Uh, Monday Nitro, they didn't have, um, they they didn't have stories for it. So, yes, you have plenty of people, plenty of talent to make up another hour show for sure, no question about it. But when I look about how you run your show, even how you run Dark and AEW Paul White. It's still littered with the same people doing the same thing. So what are you going – there's just so much curiosity to me and that I hope that they 
I hope that they take it seriously. I don't think that you need to do it as its own brand. I actually hate that. I think that that's an awful idea. But I think that when you go back to like superstars and challenge and things like that, it was just storylines happening all the time. But they knew how to pace themselves. Now, part of that was, and this is something I wish that we would go back to, that we would just agree as a wrestling community we were okay with, they won't, is they would tape seven shows in a week. They would literally plan out for almost two months what their stories were going to be. Then obviously once you tape them, you can't go away from them. You're locked in. Like, right. But you have to thoroughly think out for, for eight weeks worth of tapings yeah. what you're going to do. It, it, it's why a, a team would win the tag titles, but it wouldn't be broadcast for two months, so they wouldn't have them at house shows. Yeah. That was back when house shows were king. Yep. But, yeah, I I, I don't necessarily know if the move from TNT to TBS is, is that big a deal. I, I personally think it's because of the NHL deal, but I do think that they need to be worried about the fact that their ratings are so up and down. All right. You know, we've gone from one, almost 1.1 1. 1 million to 936,000 down to 821,000. So what's going to happen? Guarantee you in the next couple of weeks, they will do some super mega show to pop a number. Cause that's what, that's what they seem to do. Um, it is funny that, you know, we keep seeing, uh, you know, how, how, how thrilled the TNT partnership is. It's very, very funny that they're, they're never going to have any major changes. I understand that TBS is part of, and TNT, they're part of the same network. They're start part of the same family. But it is kind of a big deal that you're moving to TBS. Mm-hmm. Because if you look at cable ratings, TNT, TNT is the big, the big network. For that, for that, you know, between the two of them, TBS used to be used to be the big one, but it's not anymore. TNT has, you know, they're the ones that had Nitro back in the day. They're the ones that have the NBA. They're the ones that are getting the NHL. Moving to TBS is yeah, yeah. Grand scheme of things, is it that big a deal? No, but it is a little troublesome. Yeah, like I said, it for me, it it wouldn't be. If it felt like it was with more fanfare and if the the Friday show or the extra hour show was in a better slot. Which I also but, think is a mistake, by the way. I think I think having that is a bad idea. Oh, you, I agree. I, you, but I, oh, I honestly yeah. think that it's, it was a peace offering. Yeah, you already have three shows. You have two of them on the Internet that are exceedingly long. Well, and, it, and, the, and the curiosity will be is do both of those stay? And, and well, and here's my other question: or, or or is the show that's on Friday is that just an hour of dark? Well, that's what I mean. Is like so, AW Paul White I think is staying because that's it's it's even more unknown talent, which is amazing to say. Um, and I think that that stays where it is. I think that's what you got him for. But that was my curiosity was, does Dark just become an hour and or at your point, you only see an out you it's kind of how they used to do NXT where um, 
the first two hours is on their YouTube channel and the third hour is on TNT or something like right. that. I, but, just, but either way, like seeing that, it just that's what tells me again, it's me projecting here, is that this wasn't for good reasons. This was, hey, you do good enough ratings that we're not gonna we're not gonna ax you or your contract because it would cost us a lot. But uh, we're going to need you to go over here and uh, – but we'll give you this little dangly thing over here because well, and, and, and it's better than your YouTube shit. Like, anyone who anyone who listens to to uh, sports we like with Randall and Roland, everyone – you know that we love the National Hockey League. Yep. Uh, it's my favorite professional sport. Uh, it's – it's well, team sport anyway because uh, tennis is – Tennis is becoming king again for me. It really uh, is growing right now. I, I, I'm really enjoying tennis, but the National Hockey League is what fourth, fifth in the U.S. in terms of popularity. Honestly, I would I, I would honestly like to see. And now it's not it's not weekly, not daily kind of thing, right? But if you took the the five the unofficial five majors, including the, say the uh, players championship i would bet that uh the big five out of the pga beat it in ratings would it be wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me now again that's 20 days versus a whole season so i understand that right. but just saying as far as what networks would covet because cbs will never give up what they have oh they'll NBC, never give up the masters nbc ever. and cbs the only reason they gave up the early days is because ESPN was so desperate for them because those ratings were so good. Yeah. That they took the early rounds and they're like, well, and and yeah, and they could give they could give wall to wall coverage at ESPN like right first no, no, tee off to the last putt right, they could do NBC CBS, and CBS yes, can't right they have daily they have Monday through Friday shows that they can't do that with right. um. Because it used to be on uh, USA and uh, TBS actually had the yeah. early rounds. Yes, so did. they weren't even playing with them. But like I said, NBC, CBS are never giving up uh, that shit at all. No. Again, throw in like the Ryder Cup, which we're going to have this year. Oh, yeah. But like, th- that's stuff that's never like. So, yeah, so the you, other can, one you that can I was argue. Thinking. You can argue NHL's five. You can. Well, the other one that I was thinking is the EPL. I don't think How- it's quite there yet. I, 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 I'm asking because I don't know. No, I don't think we're there but, yet. But, but still, we, let's say let's say that the NHL is five. Say it's five. But I was going to say. That's what right you're now. getting moved for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're getting and, moved for number five. Look, I, I thought NBC's coverage of the NHL was, was, was good, except for the fact that all we saw was fucking Pittsburgh, Washington, and Boston. But. You don't like all those Boston Red Sox versus the Yankees versus Cardinals versus the Cubs games? Different sports, same theory. (laughs) But that's what you're getting moved for. Mm -hmm. You're you're getting moved for the National Hockey League, which, hey, I'm all for the NHL being on TV because I love hockey. I'm questioning the type of coverage we're going to get from ESPN uh, and and TNT, quite frankly, because I, I mean, are you going to get those NBC guys? Sweet, uh, sweet Barry Melrose coverage. God help us. But yeah, that's what you're getting moved for. But no, you're getting moved. You're getting moved for. Listen, you're already beating the NBA. You're beating yeah. them on a regular basis. Again, all kudos to you on that. 
Head to head, you are beating the NBA on a regular basis. Not good enough. Exactly. Now, now, the NBA pays so much more, and there are so many more games, and I, I get it. But just saying, if the ratings that you tout, not we tout, that you tout are so important, why would anyone move you? You're better than that already. Yeah. So there's a little more than just TV ratings. Is that what you're saying? Is that what I'm hearing? All right. Let's move on. Good news is we're almost done. And honestly, we may challenge ourselves to finish this up in 10 minutes and see if we can wrap this up in a swift 90. Because the good news is, man, there wasn't really a lot from NXT. One of the other things this week, if you haven't noticed, because we usually say from our perspective, We'll generously call it a four-way tie for best show, but what we really liked it, what we really mean by that is, they were all so bad it was pretty fucking equal. Like for me, it was just it was just <laughs> blah. Yeah. Like the no. whole week was blah. Like look, Monday Night Raw had two really good matches that I really really enjoyed in the vacuum. Yeah. Okay. Great, but the rest of the show was was shit. Oh. And those two matches were repeat stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, yes, Asuka was involved in one of those, so of course I'm going to like it. But it was still a really good match. SmackDown had... I did not see that match. SmackDown had Roman Reigns, who was really good. The the U.S. title, or the Intercontinental title match was actually pretty good. But, meh. You know? just it, There just wasn't anything really compelling no. And this week on 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 NXT, it was just there. Yep. Let's just go through it. So yeah. again, our, our our universal fixes are for for WWE. Don't do recycle crap. Don't repeat. Fire Vince McMahon. Um. And we added. Uh, well, losers aren't losers, losers aren't, aren't winners, winners. And stop losers. having your champions lose. And stop having your champions lose. All right. Zoe Stark versus Tony Storm. Repeat stuff. Repeat stuff. Look, it it and was a good it, repeat stuff. It was. I think it was a better match than their pay per view match, but it was just they there. Just, was, uh, then we have the big cross pin Finn Balor whatever thing. Okay. Ma. The, sorry, prime target sex. What the fuck is that? I don't know. I don't know. Um. Then we have in in and around in that we have. Candice Lorraine and Indy Hartwell go to a spa where they can't defend or put their titles on the line or just have a regular match with another t- fucking tag team. Then we have Cameron Gimes and runs into Jake Atlas. Blah, 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 blah. More taunting. Again, I like this, but there's no payoff. At least none inside. It's been going on for far too long. This apparently, is recycle crap, and this is repeat for about two months now. Apparently, this week they come face to face. Yeah, allegedly that's what happens. Yeah. So we'll see it. All right, we have genuinely something that is different, and yeah, but uh, I I won't project on what could happen. But we have Dane versus Wolf. Dane wins. Wolf gets out of Imperium. I'm fine with that. He never really fit. 
Yeah, he um, was the odd man out. He, he just was. He's odd man out. He's he's not Bartner or Bartner, Bartel or Eichner. Um, and again, he, he doesn't. doesn't he doesn't have the presence of Walter. And he doesn't have the presence of Walter. Again, as much as we don't like Walter in the ring, Walter giving his little promos and when he's out there with the rest of them, he looks like he fits. Yeah. Now, I, get, I, will say, I will say this, just real random question on Walter. Uh, do you think Pete Dunne is going to be the one who beats him? For the, for UK? the UK title. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm thinking. My, my thought has been they're they're jobbing him the fuck out now because he's going to go back to the UK brand as the person who gave Walter his first loss. And then you can have Walter, if you want Imperium to be full-time NXT, NXT. No, that, yeah. And that's what I think. Yeah. I think then he um, they come full-time on there and it's uh, I think they kind of take the primary spot of uh, Undisputed Era. Uh, yes, I, I would agree with that. So that that's my thoughts. Anyway, um, then we have Legado del Fantasma versus Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher. Now, I can't remember. We added this in, and we were really close to bringing this in. Something tells me we said something about matches and distractions it's the only way people win yeah stop how, doing that talked about how awesome it was and it's yeah. super great uh, again but it's the one it's what and just pick who you're pushing here right so the previous week you're pushing legato del fantasma now you're not because this is now all about grizzled young veterans Versus Champa and Thatcher. Who, by the way, is there anyone with less personality than Timothy Thatcher? Uh, honest question. The, no, the honest truth is I don't know what's worse. The way he wrestles or having to try them try to push that he has a personality on me. And and also, by the way, did, Tommaso Champa, calling Thatcher toothless Timmy isn't helping just is it is not there's a fix for you so it's a small one stop calling him that all right so we've already talked about the saray thing blah 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 blah. all right hit row here was a it, to me a genuinely bright spot this was a bright spot of of the show uh, again not great but it's just it's doing all the things it's supposed to do i'm seeing i'm one i'm seeing them the week after you've introduced them which was a shock to me. Which blows my mind because I thought that you had to introduce them, and then seven months later I watched them wrestle. Uh, by the way, by the way, uh, kind of tying into this, did you enjoy? Uh, did you enjoy the Jaya Lee segment again? You know, I, I skipped right over that again uh, for the seventeenth month week in a row. I have really enjoyed that Jaya Lee match where yeah. she did that thing with the the spin and then the attack. Fucking blew my mind. Yeah. I hate you guys. I, seriously, it's pissing me off because I just anyway. But anyway, no, hero again. You're doing all the things you're supposed to do, which is be a new group, go out and get some wins. Um, next week, and again, if they rotate this, if they rotate this, which we're we're in week two, so we don't know. But like next week, uh, let me see. Uh, what's it? Uh, B Fab. B Fab. Thank you. B-fab. I can think. 
Why is she Because she be fab. Normally that shit would piss me off. I don't care. I like it. For some reason I find this funny, but you're right. Next week. Needs to be her and then not the other ring. ring. Yep. Or uh, Swerve Scott moving to his next, you know, beyond. I want to see them each week, but rotate it. Yes. So I'm not seeing the same people each week, and then I and I really like this. So again, it's week one. You did the right thing. Now in week two of them wrestling, I need it to be the right thing where I need it to keep rotating. But again, like this, very excited about this group. Very excited. I, I, one one additional thing to say about yep. this segment. It's not hit row related, but Tony Nice and Davari. Why are we not seeing them involved more in the cruiserweight? picture why aren't we get oh they're, they're on 205 Live. yeah that 17 people watch on the network i don't i don't get it's like aew paul white i don't give a shit all right give me these two guys in singles matches or in tag matches i don't care just give me these two guys along with some of the other actual cruiserweights that you have on the nxt show so that we can promote the cruiserweight, so it's not, oh, I'm I'm Kushida and I don't have a partner or right. an opponent. Oh, it's gonna be this guy because he beat me in a fucking match. Yeah, because yeah. you know that's coming. Oh, it absolutely is. All right, we then go to the North American title in the steel cage, and this is what I want to say. So again. It's sad that this has been positive for us. Um, trying to keep the positivity of the show up. Everyone who listens knows exactly what and how little we think of Bronson Reed. Going to ignore that. We're going to look at the positives here. Okay. And the positive is Johnny Gargano is an unbelievable professional that gave you everything he had. And because of that, you looked like a credible wrestler. You and you're really like a, not. And you looked like a credible champion, which you're not. However, you were given this push. So here's just a little prefix for you. Whoever your next opponent is, who, especially your first storyline, your first angle, work with that person as much as you can. You need to understand what Kevin Nash learned very early on in his Diesel run when they actually started pushing him as a wrestler. And that was, I only look as good as what the other person makes me look. Okay? Now, again, he had a much better personality, and that carried him on other things. But again, not trying to go to just ignore what you don't have. We're going to work with what you do have. And that is, you have proven with talented people you can put on a good show. Now, again, in our opinion, it's because 98% of it was them, 2% you, but that's just us being shitty critical people, okay? When in reality, it was probably only 80-20, so... Um, I think it's more 95-5. <laughs> right, whatever. Uh, Especially yeah, when it bad. comes to Gargano, because, I, look, so as, a, as a hashtag lifelong <laughs> like Gargano fan, fan who has never once said a negative thing about Gargano, ever... If anyone would have ever called him Johnny Leg Slap, I would have punched him in the I face. Would have, I would have punched them in the face while doing a leg slap, because Johnny Gargano never would have done that. 
despite the video that is on Twitter of him delivering a chop while slapping his leg. Never happened. Anyway, Gargano, the guy is to, 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 to steal a line from Arrested Development. The guy's a pro. He just is a pro. Yep. He is so good at what he does. He is so good at making other people look good while still making himself look good. He honestly, in, and I'm not saying he is this, just he is the most Bret Hart-like of any wrestler out there today to me. I'm just trying to think of who else I would. I I, I need more time than uh, to actually try and think about it. But yeah. but he's just the guy who he can make anyone look good, and he doesn't have to wrestle the same style. No. Yes, obviously Brett wasn't going to go and do moon salts like his brother, but he could get in a street fight if he needed to be in a street fight. If that's what told the story. If it was. The classic big guy bigger than me, Diesel, and I'm going to take his knee out and work on a knee the whole time. He would do that. If it well, was if it was fast-paced, a lot of action, doing the suicide dives and things like that, he did that. Just so Gargano look at his, can do a lot of styles, and it just all puts over the person he's with. Yeah, all you puts look over at, the person he's with. You look at Brett and his matches against 1-2-3-Kid, Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon, and Diesel. Those are probably the four best examples. Look at those, Matt. They're all different. Yeah. Every single one is different. I, I would even throw in the the perfect match. That's yeah, – yeah, you – that one because it is – those two matches, when you go to the King of the Ring and the SummerSlam match, those matches are classic wrestling matches. Mm-hmm. That's hold on, hold on, hold. With a little bit of other stuff thrown in there. Yeah. All right. Johnny Gargano. Look at his matches with – Tommaso Ciampa, mm-hmm. Kushida, mm-hmm. and now Bronson Reed. Yep. All right. All different styles. Well, I, now, now, I'm not talking about the, the I think they had a no holds barred or whatever it was uh, with Ciampa. That's just a well, gimmick he match. But, he's got, he's got yeah, a he's got, go, go find any of the matches with Ciampa. Right. All right. Look at his matches with Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. They're all different. Yep. You even look at with him and... Uh, Damian Priest. Yes, I was just about to say Priest. Again, it's all different, but what the one thing is, and this is where he's so he is the most Brett-like to me. Start naming the best matches for all the people that we just mentioned. Well, Damian Priest's best match is clearly the Gargano match. Well, the Kushida, well, he definitely was the Gargano match. Well, Ciampa's definitely his best work was what he did with Gargano. Well, well, the Bronson Reed definitely it was yeah. the it's the only the common theme yeah, is the, the matches. The only world. one, the only one of those guys that I mentioned that is not 100% guaranteed. Johnny Gargano was Adam Cole. Is Adam Cole? Because Cole had so many different matches with so many different people. Right. Yeah. You can make the argument at somebody else, but again, all right, Diesel's best matches. I think they're Bret Hart. Some people say Sean. I think it's Bret. It's Bret. Razor Ramon's best match, best matches. I, and I think Razor had great matches with Kid. I think he had great matches with Brett, Sean, and Diesel. I love, I love the the Royal Rumble 
and the King of the Ring matches with Brett. And that's that's a fandom of Brett, but I'm also a big yeah. I'm also a big uh, Razor Ramon guy. Yep. Sean was another one who could have who had great matches with a lot of people. He did. Sean Waltman has a lot of great matches out there, but he will personally himself tell you. Yeah, my best match was with Brett. It was with Brett on Monday Night Raw. Like it was a great match. Yep. Truly was a great match. That's where Johnny Gargano is. Mm-hmm. And, he really and is. There's, not, there's not a lot of people you can see. When you can get a B plus, A minus match out of fat ass Bronson Reed, uh, there's not many people in, in, in uh, NXT right now who can do that. Mm-mm. Maybe Ciampa. Maybe. I, I'm not I'm not sold. I'm not. I, I just I, Champa I still think needs certain partners. I don't think he's as versatile as Gargano is. Um, maybe you know weirdly a person that I could think because I think he's underrated, but he's he's currently retired from wrestling. Retired. Uh, I would put Roderick Strong. I think he's strong. Could have a good man. Strong probably could. Yeah, uh, Santos Escobar maybe. Santos maybe, but I don't think that Karrion Cross is a good partner for him. No, not at all. I don't think that Finn Balor is a good partner for him. Um, fuck anyone that says Kyle O'Reilly. Um, I'm just going through the rest. I just I, I don't see it. A Swerve Scott definitely no. I, I don't see it out um, of either. Pete Dunn, no, I don't see it out of Dunn. Uh, so you know you go. Walter through. definitely not. Oh my God! Slap on slap on slap. On. That would be. That would be that would be enjoyable to watch for I, the train wreck shit show it would be. I would hate watch that so hard. Absolutely. <laughs> but no, but this is what I'm saying. Like this is he. So all that to say, the praise with Gargano. But back to the original point. Reed needs to understand this, and if he does, if he actually does. He can have a good reign, but he has to. This is where you have to put your ego to the side. And again, when Kevin Nash did that, he looked really good. Nash, Kevin Nash, when he thought that Kevin Nash was king of the fucking world, looked fucking awful. Yeah. Nash said in his in his Hall of Fame speech, it's like I wasn't the greatest in the ring, but you give me the right dance partner and I was pretty good. He's right. He's absolutely right. Bronson Reed can <sighs> going to start twitching here in a minute because I'm going to say something nice. Bronson Reed with the right dance partner, with the right guy in the ring, can be good. Like he, Again, he can, this match the, the was pay-per-view good. Match, the, the takeover match with Gargano was excellent. This match was a good match. Yeah. Common denominator is Johnny Gargano. But Again, as long as they don't try to match him up with other big men. Someone that we criticized earlier in the show, well, criticized in many shows, but said that his last two pay-per-view matches were good. Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman looked great in this because why? They had two guys who would double team and knock him out for a little bit and make him start struggling so then they could go do their stuff. They could then bring him in where he could roar and do what what he does. His big power moves and things, yeah. Shane McMahon. Out of fucking nowhere, revitalized himself and was Shane of 10 years ago and would put 
Braun into the positions to succeed. And again, it's still the attack, so he's always wobbling, whatever. But but Braun still has to sell all that stuff, which he did. When he was put in those positions, Braun had good matches. Mm-hmm. But he has to be put in those positions. Bronson, again, just because I this is me just being a fan of the sport and fan of your show. Please be humble. Make sure you work with your dance partners and do and push anyone away who says that they want to put you with another big guy. Say fuck them. Give me give me as many Gargano types, smaller guys. Again, I don't think Balor's a great partner for him, but Balor is better than um, uh, ex-football player in Hit Row. Top dollar. Top dollar. See, that would I, not no, be a like, good call. Swerve Scott. Kelly and Dane would not be a no, good call. No, Dane would be a terrible idea. Right. Um, yeah, like Swerve Scott would be better, although I'm not I, sure. Again, I don't think it's great, but it's it's a better call than I think Scott than can others. sell. I think Scott could sell and bump for him like mad. Do you know, you know who would be a great, great person to put with him for like three weeks on and off where in three weeks you get two matches? This is where you bring Leon Ruff in. Yeah. Because Bronson Reed's going to kick the shit out of him, but... But Leon Ruff's going to make you look great. He's still going to make you look. He's going to one, two, three, kid the fuck out of that match. Exactly. He really is. Yeah. So so that's where we are with that. Um, again, very tidy for us for the last three weeks. Um, just... Look, this, this week was just... Blah. It was just there. There wasn't. And look, I understand. You, I understand you're going to have weeks like that. But here's it was the all problem. four shows. Yeah. Well, and, and here's the problem. <laughs> Two of your shows are coming off of a, of a pretty good pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. The third show is leading up to a pay-per-view next week. It, and, and here's another problem, uh, AEW fans. Your go-home show is on Friday night at 10 p.m. Eastern. That's that's when your go-home show is. For your pay-per-view. That will happen in less than 24 hours from when it starts. That just is it on? Is is the pay-per-view on Saturday? They have only done Saturday pay-per-views, so I'm they guessing have, that's what it is. the last one was. On, the last one was on a Sunday. Was it? Oh, okay. They had been. Oh no, it is Sunday. I can see it behind you. Okay. Sorry, I'm so used to them doing Saturday pay-per-views, so they finally have made the right decision and moved to Sunday. Yeah. Seems like finally. Okay. So at least that's a little bit better than what I thought, because I thought it was another Saturday one, and I'm like, so I don't know, I, I don't know what more that you know. How are you gonna have a big show Friday night when people aren't really right. watching TV? They're not, not that late, not when your show's gonna get over at midnight local. Yeah, and, and, then, I, and then you roll into Saturday, which is gonna be all NBA, all NHL. Because I can tell you, I can tell you, I won't be awake. I won't be awake for that show. Yeah, I mean, honestly, uh, again, because like I said, the next day is NHL, NBA playoffs. Or if you're like me, it's uh, a whole lot of uh, watching and, and pre-studying for the French Open to start because that's the really important thing happening that weekend. That too. Yeah. And thankfully that is on that will be streamed on Peacock. Yeah. So I no. will actually get will actually get to watch a lot of the tournament this year. No, no, that's what I'm saying. That's that's. The, the beauty of things going to streaming and everyone kind of condensing down to where everything was going to be on either Peacock, uh, Paramount Plus, or 
Hulu, Netflix, and Amazon. It's very getting a lot simpler, and um, every month, every literally every month, I keep wondering why I pay for cable. Every month, I keep wondering why do I have somebody else pay for cable? <laughs> and this is where two years ago I would have made fun of him, but now it's just more admiration. I have, okay, in something like seven, eight weeks, I will have exactly two bills. I will have a cell phone, and I will have car insurance, and that is it. In in, in exactly six weeks, I hope to have my most recent uh, lawyer bill paid off. <laughs> <laughs> so, Yeah. <laughs> Slightly different lives. A little bit. Uh, but anyway, uh, hopefully this week is better in wrestling. And, yeah, just hopefully it was just the blah week and yeah. leading up to it. Uh, AEW, they, they need to do something because they, they have everything set, Unlike, uh, which I don't have a problem with. We know basically the whole pay-per-view, but there's no excitement to it. Like, oh, yeah, this was the first week. By the way, this was the first week that AEW called out that the winner of their Battle Royal thingy. Yeah. Gets a gets title shot. Okay, what do you not? What do you hear constantly about Money in the Bank? That's all you hear about it. Yeah. Is why it's so important. And, and I mean, looking at this card, <laughs> staggeringly great as it is. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it it look it doesn't help when everybody in the all of your fans. Are yep, Britt Baker's winning the title. That's not a good thing. Nope. You just randomly announced Miro versus Lance Archer for the for the TNT title. So well, what? Well, Lance Archer did did call out mumbly fuck words at the after he won. One of two one of two things is going to happen with this match. Miro wins clean. Time limit draw. That's it. Oh no, uh, Miro beats the fuck out of him. I I don't know. Uh, it's I mean Miro's leaving with the title. That's my point. Yeah, no, he he's he's beating him clean. Archer is awful. He, he will. Well, I don't. He will, I, he will get to seven minutes if they go eight. Cardiac arrest will hit and take care of it. Well, probably. Uh, but yeah, I mean this card. Or Jake Roberts. This card is just. No, it's it's bad. And, and, it's, and like you said. We have differing opinions on uh, the inner circle pinnacle, but I think everything else we're pretty much going to be in agreement on. Now, again, maybe you come out and you pull an absolute surprise. Great. Good if you do. Not not hitting that. But like you said, there's not it's not good when everyone thinks one way on something. Not yeah. for your biggest show of your year. Yeah. So, all right. We have all that to work forward to. So next week's just going to be a round of weekly show recaps. Again, we hope it's all better. We at least didn't make you suffer through all of our thoughts this week. Try to condense them down. So we at least gave you that a little bit of gift of time back. Uh, thank you for everyone for, for joining. As always, please subscribe, like, leave a five-star review where you're at. As always, thank you to the whole country of India as you show up absolutely every single week with amazing numbers and truly staggering. And we appreciate that. As always, it is Randall. I am wrong.
weird.